So I mentioned in a previous episode how irritated I was that everybody seems to have to be identified with who they do or do not want to have sex with before we can actually have a conversation about anything that doesn't have to do with sex. Except that I'm realizing now that there's very little conversations that we seem to be allowed to have that don't have to do with sex anymore, which is like super disturbing because I really don't care who you're sleeping with at any given time of the day or whatever, as long as, you know, like, I don't have to be exposed to it. And you would think I wouldn't have to clarify that, but apparently, like, public sex has been becoming, like, this big thing. Like, there's a whole bunch of kids who are reporting at schools, I think in Texas, that there are kids masturbating and having sex in the classroom and nobody is stopping this, which I feel like is, ew. I mean, yeah, obviously when I was going to high school 20 years ago, there were kids who were having sex because there were kids, at least one girl that I knew of, who was pregnant at the school. So clearly she had sex with somebody, but we didn't go around like talking about it or announcing it or doing it in the freaking classroom. And, And it's not just kids either, you know? Okay. All right. So let me roll back a little bit. What what kind of got this whole train of thought started for this video is I posted a short on Instagram and it was about how I'm pro-consequence and I, I, in this particular episode I was either talking about abortion arguments which I don't understand the logic behind but that that's neither here nor there at the moment and or I was talking about being for capital punishment and being against abortion in my whole pro-consequence ideology. Whatever the case, there were several like commenters who came after me, which is fine. I wouldn't have put it out there if I didn't want an open dialogue or whatever. But it just, the things that they were saying were just completely insane. So like one of them was Uh, They were talking to me about how people should be allowed to have sex whenever they want to, more or less. I'm very much paraphrasing, but that we we can't dictate to people when and where and how they have sex and with whom. And, you know, fine, I, 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 I agree with that, except for the whole public sphere thing, okay? Do not have sex in the public. That's just gross. Nobody needs to see that. But there, the, the whole dictating i'm not dictating to anybody you know if you want to have sex go have sex if you if you want to sow your wild oats everywhere i don't care it's none of my business but there are consequences that come with the actions that you take and if you take actions expecting to mitigate the consequences because of some opportunity that you have to just wipe the slate clean that's I I don't agree with that. You know, you make your choices. I don't care. But the, the fact that we are making choices based off of our quote rights to eliminate the consequences of the actions that we are taking, the choices that we are making. I have a problem with that. That, that would be like somebody going out and having sex with a billion people and ending up with AIDS and then being like, um, no, I shouldn't have AIDS because I am, I don't know, a good person and I don't want it. And it's like, okay, well, AIDS doesn't care 
if you're a good person or whatever. AIDS doesn't care if you don't want it. You, you know, once you have it, you have it. Yeah, and and people will jump down my throat for comparing AIDS to babies, but I mean, <laughs> the only difference is that we have a quote cure for babies. I just ugh. anyway, that's like getting off the rails. Anyway, so this girl was talking to me about how I shouldn't judge people and tell them who they can and can't have sex with, and I'm like, you know, that's I don't care who you have sex with, but there are consequences to actions and though if you if two consenting adults who know how babies are made and that and who know that no birth control is 100% accurate who still go into the process of having sex are at least non-verbally consenting to the possibility of creating a baby because that's how babies are made so the consequence of that action is you know the condom breaks or there's a leak or there's an ac accident or whatever and the ba and a baby happens and then they're like oh well we'll just kill it and because it's not a real baby well what happens to a pregnancy if you don't terminate it you get a baby like a real live squealing squalling needs to be fed and cared for baby so she was uh, so I was saying, you know, people need to be aware that that is an issue. And then I was, uh, she was saying, well, you want to force, you know, unwanted babies into the world. And I'm like, no, I don't want to force anybody into the world. But the fact that, that people are creating these babies that may potentially be unwanted, that doesn't change the fact that that is a consequence of an action that they have made that they need to then follow through with. And that doesn't mean that they have to raise that baby. They could give it up for adoption. The father could take it. The mother could take it. Maybe the grandparents will want to take it. I don't care. But, but I mean, people cite Roe v. Wade as if it's some sort of gospel and they're like, Hey, Roe v. Wade was okay. And one thing Roe v. Wade did not make abortion legal. And it didn't, and, and the overturning of Roe v. Wade did not make abortion illegal. It, the, it, Roe v. Wade was just the Supreme Court's opinion that the federal government had the right to regulate abortions, which the federal government then went and said, we are going to make abortion legal, except they don't. I don't know, I, I don't know enough about this because I'm not, I don't practice law and I definitely don't practice that particular branch of law, but I don't know if it ever actually went through the federal lawmaking process. Like, did it ever go to Congress and become a law? I think it was like the whole like gay marriage thing where it's like the, the Supreme Court said this and everybody just kind of took it as law, which is incorrect. The Supreme Court cannot make laws. All they can do is determine whether or not a sitting law is or is not constitutionally supported. Like, can constitutionally, can this law do what it was created to do? And if that, you know, once that is, I, anyway, it's a whole other different thing. And again, like I said, I am not a lawyer. I do not practice law in any capacity whatsoever. So I could be wrong. But that is my understanding. Anyway, but if we're going to be citing, you know, legal precedent based off of Supreme Court decisions, then there's a Supreme Court decision that way predates Roe v. Wade that says that two people who enter into a nonverbal contract 
who are you know engaging in an action knowing full well how that action will potentially end up are obligated to see that contract through regardless of whether one or the other wants it wants to take responsibility once the contract is is done and yes that's that's used for business law but i don't see why the whole precedent couldn't be used in this situation too it, it, pertaining to you know unwritten contracts um verbal unverbal doesn't matter there it's an un, it's an unsigned contract so when two people like i said before who are legal consenting adults who know how babies are made and who know that no birth control is 100% accurate engage in the act of ha- of sex they are consenting to a contract to see through the consequences of this action and if that in that if that consequence is a baby they have to figure it out you know whether and you know whether the the father takes it whether the mother takes it whether they put the baby up for adoption whatever the case they are now obligated to make sure that that child has a full and complete and happy life and again this is just my opinion i'm not dictating to anybody the way that they have to live their life but you know going off of precedence which has not been overturned by the way that is my understanding of the situation so this is what i was explaining to her and you know, I was saying that anybody who is not willing to follow through with the consequences shouldn't be having sex. And she came back at me with this like absolutely absurd argument of, well, are you telling married couples that they can't have sex? You know, if they, if they've had all the children that they want, or if they don't want children, that they're just not allowed to have sex. If, if they don't want children. Okay. Again, I'm not telling anybody that they can and cannot have sex, okay? That's not what this is about. It's about taking responsibility for the, you know, consequences of your actions. And two, I mean, basically, yeah. <laughs> if, if I don't understand why she's bringing marriage into it anyway, because liter- she had literally just said earlier that anybody should be allowed to have sex at any time with anybody at any place. So what does being married have to do with it? She clearly believes that unmarried people have just as much right to it as married people do. So that's like an asinine argument in and of itself. But then there's the whole situation of, well, what if they don't want kids or they've had enough or they don't want them at all? You know, do they abstain? I mean, if they don't want kids, the only sure way to not have them is to, yeah, abstain. Why would that be any different for married people than it would be for unmarried people? I don't, I don't get it. Like that makes no sense. And so I didn't even want to unpack that because it was just, we were doing it over text. Cause like I said, this was on an Instagram post and I was like, you know, it just completely boggles my mind how people focus so much and and time and energy on things that they don't care about. And she comes back with, well, that means that you have no argument and you're giving up. And I'm like, whatever helps you sleep at night, sweetheart. But it's just 
it's it's crazy like utterly mind-boggling and there was this other guy that I was talking to who was like you know when you're talking about this whole you know consequences thing I'm I'm pretty sure you're talking about teenagers who you know get pregnant and whatever and and you know they have to deal with that situation but what about you know two people who are in their 30s who you know just met at a bar and they just want to wanted to have a good time and they they get together and there's like the condom breaks and then all of a sudden they have a baby they shouldn't have to deal with that they're in the middle of their lives and i'm like yeah okay um no (laughs) first of all i would be much more sympathetic to those teenagers who got themselves in trouble because they're young they're they they're brains aren't fully developed they don't really understand like teenagers live in the moment they don't really think you know ahead to the future they they don't really have that mental connection like literally your brain does not the front half of your brain does not connect to the back half of your brain fully until you're like 25 years old so I I would have much more compassion for these kids for for kids in that situation than I would for a couple of 30 somethings who just wanted to have fun and didn't want to deal with the consequences of said fun. 30 somethings are very well aware of all of the consequences. They are that's the age when you're looking to the future the most. If they don't want to deal with that quote consequence, then yes. Yeah they should have had fun some other way. <sighs> okay. I got all of that out of my system. What am what is the actual purpose of this video? So these conversations have kind of opened up my mind a little bit in like this this way that I of thinking that I had previously not considered. And that way of thinking is that people for some reason have begun to think or believe or feel or whatever that sex is as vital to living as eating or drinking or breathing. Like, we we would literally die if we didn't have regular sex, which is absurd, okay? Like, if you don't eat for a certain amount of time, you will literally die. If you don't drink for a certain amount of time, you will literally die. If you don't breathe for a certain amount of time, you will literally die. Even sleep is vitally necessary to the human experience because if we don't get enough sleep, our brains cannot reset and we like go crazy. Not having sex? It won't kill you, okay? Like, it it won't. It doesn't even drive you crazy to not have sex. And I know this because I am neither dead nor crazy. So, I mean, I'm clearly just one person, so I would have to, quote, repeat the experiment to figure out for sure whether or not that was, in fact, the case. But I'm pretty sure that not having sex never killed anybody. And so it's just like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, 
yeah. So, for whatever reason, and maybe it's because of the way sex has saturated our culture and on so many different levels. It's in our music, it's in our movies, it's in our television, it's in our books. Even the stuff aimed at kids has sexual undertones. And, I mean, it's like, it's just, it's literally everywhere. I've I've thought back on some of the more popular shows and particularly sitcoms over the last, you know, 10, 15 years. And they all deal with sex on like a regular basis. Like that's a main driving part of the plot lines for a lot of these shows. I mean, How I Met Your Mother, which I enjoy, by the way, but like How I Met Your Mother, it's like, a third of the episodes are about Marshall and Lily having sex. And a third of the episodes are about who Ted's going to sleep with this week. And, you know, another third of it is Robin's sex life. And then, of course, you know, like 100% is just who is Barney going to bang today. But and it was just the, almost the entire driving force behind all of it is sex. Big Bang Theory huge part of it is sex you know who's howard gonna hook up with who's our our penny and leonard ever going to hook up are sheldon and amy ever going to hook up will raj ever hook up with anybody and it's like all about sex what happened to stories that were you know meaningful and had depth and were like relevant to actual living i i mean I, I don't, I don't know. I just, it just bothers me that so much of our culture has become so driven by sex that now we're basically just animals, you know, we eat because we have to eat. We drink because we have to drink. We sleep because we have to sleep. We breathe because we have to breathe and we have sex because apparently we have to have sex. I just think it's kind of sad. Hey guys, thanks for watching that video. If you enjoyed it, make sure you like, subscribe, and do all those things that you do when you enjoy a video. If you'd like to learn more about us at Moms for America or the Millennial Rant, you can visit our website at millennialrant.com or see us on our Instagram page at millennial underscore rant. I look forward to seeing you next week and I hope that you have a wonderful day.